0: CliffCentral.com. This is the digital
1: influence with Ryan Hogan. Stories of digital transformation in business, in relationships, and in life. I am fortunate enough to have grabbed. Peter Heldenhays for an interview now he's actually in my home in my wife's photographic studio having a photo shoot done and so I took the opportunity to grab him and have and have this discussion with him now for those who don't know Peter Geldenhais is an incredibly clever person who has a, a deep technical knowledge of the world we we call him the tour guide to the future um, so I guess a futurist would be one description But I much prefer the tour guide to the future I've known Peter for a few years, seen him on the speaking circuit And he's been talking about the future, the world we live in And, and the, the technology of the world Which is changing everything we understand about the world So, Peter Heldeneis, hello, welcome Thanks for allowing me to grab you for 15 minutes The honour mine, thank you for the privilege, Ryan. <laughs> So I've seen your talks and they're incredible I mean, you know, in 45 minutes you lay out this, this, this vision of the future And it's not so much talking about the future You're talking about right now You know, what, what is happening right now And given the fact that we've got 15 minutes I thought, let's talk maybe one or two pieces of technology That are going to change the world From your point of view in the next few years So, so if I were to ask you, Peter what, is, what are the two big things that are happening right now?
0: I think everyone knows that virtual reality and augmented reality plays a massive role, and and the Microsoft HoloLens will play a massive role. And I don't really want to talk about that because I think people that normally listen to tech tech talks, they'll know about it. Yes. I think um, two of the, the weaker signals that I'd like to highlight is machine learning as well as the revolution in DNA. I think those two areas will open up huge opportunities and will have a far bigger impact on the business environment and ecosystem than some of the more entertaining technologies
1: that we'll see in the consumer space. So, okay, well, let's, well let's start with the first of those, deep uh, machine learning. And, and, and I'm assuming you're referring to, in part, uh, the fact that a machine beat someone at Go last year. That, that's what we talk, it's that sort of thing we're talking about here, Right.
0: We have to take one step back. Okay. If you take a look at the foundation of intelligence, uh, let's take a look at an ant or a termite mound. I mean, there's hundreds of thousands of these ants running around managing emergent intelligence. Not, not a single one of them knows exactly what's going on, but their interaction leads to a higher level of intelligence, an emergence of intelligence. Yes. Um, we can look at an entire termite mound, and there you would have um, – Passageways where they would have highways, they would have places to rear their young, garbage disposal units, places to bury their old, and yet if there's damage to the hive itself, they would go in emergency teams and react to it. Okay. Bees would be able to find uh, an appropriate place to stay uh, and, and make sure that the utmost temperature is or the perfect temperatures mm. provided in the hive and yet there's no centralized control intelligence. Small minute interactions that is built into the very DNA of each one of those individual insects leads to a higher level of intelligence. Okay. A lot of machine learning is derived from that. So where you can make minor changes to parameters, but as they are multiplied across multiple instances, we see emergent patterns of behaviour and patterns of thinking that might not be seen as human per se. Um, and that is what is at the foundation of a number of machine learning and artificial intelligence projects. Why do we care,
1: and why is that important?
0: The important thing is that we as humans uh, are far better than machines because we can recognize patterns that they don't. Mm. For example, if I have a robot and I ask the robot, walk out the door, it becomes exceedingly difficult for them to do so because we as humans can filter out all information that's not necessary for the task at hand. Mm. So we're actually quite good at blocking out things that are not necessary. We can drive in traffic and yet we don't have to remember or recognize all of the, the different cars that pass us or what their number plates are. Uh, A machine intelligence would. Mm. The problem for a machine is what information is important, what isn't. That being said, machines can actually recognize patterns that we can't. Yes. And it's these type of patterns that would lead us to creating more value for organizations. Mm. We can now recognize patterns that you would normally not find. Um, Let's say you want to take a look at at fraud detection. Mm. Uh, We would be able to recognize some patterns that would, would be obvious yeah that we've seen in the past but machines would recognize more patterns and because processing power is free it's an abundance so
1: you could have, you could have 100 people analyzing information and in and in 3 months they could spot a pattern that Perhaps a machine would see, always, or my. I? Well, I, I don't want to
0: equate the to intelligence.
1: Oh, fair um, enough, fair enough. But, okay. but
0: humans would recognize some
1: patterns that machines don't. Okay, won't. okay no, no, now I follow you. Okay, and, yes.
0: And machines would, would, in essence, recognize other patterns. The, mm. the beauty behind machine learning is that it learns all the time, it, mm. it self corrects. So it makes a prediction, and then you feed it the true data, and it says, oh, I made a mistake. Let me change my model. And then as the environment changes, you actually throw more data at it, and it, and it adapts to the information you send it. It learns from its mistakes mm. all the time. And it can actually recognize patterns and change certain underlying behavior patterns um, that we as humans can't. And, and that means we, it leads to alternative patterns of behavior.
1: And where does that lead us? I mean, how, how is that going to impact our lives or or – change how we live? If we take a look at the, the common
0: narrative around artificial intelligence is that it's this gloomy future where... The, it's the Terminator. It's, yeah. it's the rise of the machines. <laughs> yeah. And I, if you take a look at any movie, it's this dark vision mm. of the future where computers and machines take away our jobs and our lives. Um, and that's the, the dumbest approach to look at the world. Really, mm. it's, it's an unwise approach. Yes, there will be an impact on jobs in the short-term future. But... Or rather see artificial intelligence as electricity mm. in the past we had a drill if you want to have a hole in the wall you'd have a manual drill it takes you some time to get the hole in link a drill to electricity and you can do it far quicker yes artificial intelligence will be like electricity it'll enable us to look at patterns and make decisions far easier than before and i think that's the right approach to look at artificial intelligence and machine learning
1: okay so and and I, no, I think that's a very important distinction
0: Take a look at the unbelievable growth in speech recognition over the last three months. Since October last year, your Google Maps is far more accurate in Mm. terms of understanding what you're saying. Uh, The Amazon Alexa ecosystem. You can speak to your computer, Mm. and that is all related to. Artificial intelligence. Um, very soon we'll be able to have click to buy a television. Mm. So, oh, that's a wonderful dress. You, not that I'm wearing a dress. I mean, <laughs> if your wife yeah. wants to buy a dress, yes. I'm giving up some secrets away. Here. <laughs> yeah. um, but you can click on it and immediately then purchase that, that dress. But how do I know what jewelry or what watch is it? Is it human sitting there highlighting it? No, it'll be machines running through data streams and that can recognize these image patterns and link it to the database. I think
1: you've highlighted something in a way there because we always see emerging technology or new things. When we look at it uh, from a scary point of view, we imagine it suddenly arriving. You know, like today there's no artificial intelligence, and tomorrow morning on Thursday, whenever it is, it's going to arrive, and and it's like an invasion but in truth it happens it happens almost imperceptibly even though it's incredibly fast you know you mentioned the speech recognition you know the okay google thing which was such a novelty a year ago and it got it right quite a bit now now it's integrated into my life you know I, i'm almost frustrated if i have to type something into my phone i just want to say you know google do this do that and and i think that's how it that's how our life is going to go, and artificial intelligence will play a greater and greater role, I guess, to use the electricity analogy. You know, when electricity was new, it was very exciting and novel, and, and very few people had it. But as soon as everybody's got it, no one no one marvels at electricity now, unless, of course, it goes away. Then <laughs> then, then we have conversations. Okay, incredible topic, and we've spent a few minutes on that. Now, the other one you, you mentioned is... DNA, DNA now, and that's possibly even more scary because now we think now is like the, clo- the 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 cloning of humans or what does that mean or you know are we going to be editing genes in vitro and or, what's the story
0: well i think the first step is to map your dna
1: mm. you
0: can now do it for about 2000 rand or a uh, 150 pounds wow. you can get a 23andme kit it gives you a unique view of your ancestry. It tells you which medicines you should. And
1: how are you doing that? Are you taking a sample and sending it away, oh, or is it's this? A, it's a bit of spit.
0: It'll take you a couple of minutes because you need a lot of it, okay. a bit of saliva. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then you send it. They simply map it over some chips that they have to analyze it. And the most important the DNA snippets is then gathered in a file about one point three gigabytes, and they make it available to you. And they run some. Uh, uh, Matching programs to it tell you what's happening. In You've done this? Yes, I have. Outstanding. So okay. you can simply map your DNA. It tells you what research has been done at which university and what impact or what lessons you can learn from your DNA. This will mean that you'll have a personalized diet, a personalized fitness plan, uh, and you'll also know what you can expect in time to come. A lot of people don't want to know uh, what is awaiting them in 20 years time yes i'm i'm more open to that but i believe a number of people won't uh, there's also a huge opportunity for individuals to become dna advisors
1: mm, which will word. which
0: will do the dna on your behalf and only give you a diet and fitness plan and i spoke to two of our colleagues uh joni and
1: um joni and selena Celine, Rassus, Celine, and yeah. they
0: actually are thinking of this already i are, think they would be exceptionally clever of opening up a, a, a trusted advisor Reservice for DNA you get your DNA tested. You don't want to know what all those horrible Mutations are that Mm. might lead to Alzheimer's or Parkinson's Um, You don't want to know but they will give you a diet plan and a fitness plan and if you adhere to that your chances of living a long and fruitful life Is, is significantly
1: increasing. So I guess it's removing the hit and miss Because we see people all the time Who are incredibly lean, fit and healthy Dying of a heart attack right. And then some other guy who you know eats cheeseburgers And smokes every day And he's living to 100 yeah. and, and it's going to be quite frustrating You go, you know, I'm doing all the right things How come I'm dead? Um, but but this is technology now. I mean, yeah. what you've just described so, is, Exists right now, right?
0: So right now I know that my chance of dying From a heart attack is significantly reduced But I, I might have a chance of arterial disease okay so that means I can change my diet and I can change my fitness routine in order to to link to that information um, I also know which diseases my daughter might be susceptible to and which medicines should have a reduced impact on and, and I can make that part of a profile so I'm
1: sorry I'm, I'm sitting here this is like stunning to me I'm uh, Melissa who's, who's videoing this we've got to do this I mean surely we've got to know right Chatus, okay. if,
0: if you don't want to know all those horrible <laughs> mutations Chat to Celine She'll give you trusted <laughs> advisory service okay. And perhaps a discount on the, on the dietary <laughs> advice But it t- tells you what type of supplements You need to mm. I, I might have a problem with my pancreas I don't know yet so I'm, my, my DNA tells me I've got a mutation I might have to take a look at, at uh, a pancreas enzyme To ensure that I have a better absorption of, of supplements but, but that's something that's on my radar Because now I know what to look out for
1: Okay, Peter, so as as a tour guide to the future, I mean, what you've just described is not some future that's coming. That's for two grand, you can get this right now, there or thereabouts. So, so wh- where does this go? I mean, wh- well, what is the advancement in, in, in this technology a, for there's us? A,
0: there's a machine editing technology called CRISPR-Cas9, a CRISPR we've been using for the last 30-odd years. Uh, Professor Jennifer Doutner uh, identified the Cas9 protein as actually a very good protein to use with a, with a CRISPR technique. And that allows you to edit your genes. You can actually take out a genomic sequence and say, oh, this gene se- genetic sequence here, that's not good at all. Let's snip that out and replace it with another one. Mm. Uh, and the interesting thing is it's already happening. So if you want to alter your DNA in your blood, you can do so
1: today. Why? Well, what, what, I, what are we trying to edit here?
0: I, I might have a very high risk of cancer, mm. or a loved one might have a very high risk of multiple sclerosis. And that means I can make the decision in five or six years' time for about 100,000 rand, I will be able to create a specific gene engine linked to my DNA to go into each cell and edit the DNA in order to replace
1: the mutant genes.
0: That will happen in the next five to ten years' time.
1: That is, uh, I mean, that is absolutely astounding. And, uh, I mean, the change or the, or the impact on human civilization of being able to do that is incredible. I be- in essence, we become the master of our own evolution. Because, remember, the moment a baby is born from a
0: person that edited their own genes, mm. we have changed and altered the genes of the baby. We've, done, we,
1: we've done the job of
0: Darwin, a, haven't we? In oh, a I way, mean. we are becoming the masters of our own evolution.
1: And where this is heading is a very interesting space. What did you call that? I mean, we have evolution by natural selection, so this is by deliberate selection. Correct. I personally think that China
0: will become one of the leading forces in this field. There's a tremendous amount of institutions that limit the experimentation in the space. Mm. I think they've got a a more open experimental environment than we do. And I think that they might become a very, very strong force in this space in time to come.
1: All right. Well, I guess somewhat predictably, we've. Fifteen minutes is now not enough time to talk about these things, but these. So those. Those are two. two important topics, two important technologies that are going to impact our lives in very broad ways, and in the case of DNA, I guess in very specific ways. Uh, So we have machine learning, artificial intelligence, which, which we already have been hearing about, so that's going to become huge, and then DNA technology, editing our genes and forever altering the course of human civilization. All right. Now, Peter, I, I, didn't, I feel like I properly, didn't properly introduce you. I mean, I know if you can spend 15 seconds telling us who you are. You're a keynote speaker. You're a lecturer. You're a trainer. You do. What do you do? What are you about?
0: Um, about 12 years ago, I started the Institute for Technology, Strategy, and Innovation. That That enables, helps companies to identify the opportunities in the changing technological landscape, but it empowers the employees to get the necessary skill sets to innovate into this wonderful world. Uh, so it's no longer about telling people where the innovation lies. It's about harnessing the innovation, innovative potential within organizations, and that's what I'm passionate all about.
1: about. Excellent. Well, if, if you have the opportunity to get Peter to come into your business, do it. Go and check him out. It's uh, a, a deeply insightful, thought-provoking, and gives you a, a scope of what's to come and where your business will lie within that. And, and I'm very pleased to have been able to get you, Peter. Thank you very much. Ryan, thank you so much for the opportunity. It's highly appreciated. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you. you. just listened to The Digital Influence with Ryan White. Cliffcentral.com.